Section 17 of Ten Days in the Light of Akka. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Ten Days in the Light of Akka by Julia M. Grundy. Section 17. The more you see of Abdul Baha, the more you will realize the inexhaustible fountain of knowledge within him. He is the bazaar of God, where everything humanity needs may be found, without money and without price. In him there is always something new to learn and possess, always some new thought in his words and explanations. What you receive from him is measured by your capacity. The possessions of God are limitless, whereas man's possessions are limited, even though they be vast and many in number. So man must always fall back upon human treasures which are old and mostly worn out. Creation never repeats itself. Truth is one, yet its expressions are innumerable, and no two things are alike in the kingdom of God. The prophets are representations or manifestations of truth. Truth is fixed, unalterable, whereas everything human is changing and unstable. From death to life, and from life to death, Man comes, man goes, never fixed, never permanent. Human life is a point in a circle. If you whirl a burning stick around, it makes a circle of fire. Man is a point in the circle of life. He always comes back to the starting point in a process which is perpetual. Every day he is born anew every day he dies the past never returns the future comes toward us inevitably childhood cannot continue youth cannot be ours again the law of time is inexorable with god there is but one reality there is but one primal truth teachings may differ but the meaning remains fixed, everlasting. The prophets renew the word of God, which has been defiled by human interpretation. God has a new splendor every day. We see evidence of this in Abdul Baha. No one can understand the real essence of truth. When we look at a rose, we can understand its form and color, but cannot penetrate the essence of truth, which lies back of its creation. Who can surround and know God? This is a proof that the prophets cannot be known in their fullness and completeness, for they come to express God to us. How can a human mind encircle God and his knowledge? When we look into a mirror, we see only a part or representation of the reality itself. 
the blessed perfection has often said in his tablets that no matter how high the mind may soar it cannot comprehend god that which is in a lower station cannot understand the station above it for instance the vegetable kingdom cannot comprehend the station of the animal the animal cannot know man and so on man progresses perpetually toward the kingdom of spirit which is god and which is everlasting therefore as the human mind cannot encircle a kingdom which is everlasting we cannot completely know the prophets who appear from that kingdom they have infinite knowledge for like the tides of the sea there is limitless volume and force back of them therefore we recognize the manifestations by their perfections and divine qualities but we cannot know them unless we rise to their station all human accomplishment is mortal the divine will alone is immortal man is composed of a mortal body and an indestructible spirit good qualities are divine perfections reflected in man the prophets came to this world to show us the way to immortality good qualities evidence their light bad qualities are as darkness when man feels the divine spark within him these godly graces appear as light in his actions god is eternal abdul baha's teachings aim to develop these heavenly qualities in us so that we may become eternal and immortal the soil of the soul must be made ready for the seed and its development then the fruit appears as the seed increases tenfold so both good and bad qualities bring forth a corresponding increase the reality of spirit cannot be completely understood we can simply know it through its attributes and good qualities the prophets each had an individual mode of expression in the outer language of their teaching we must understand their terminology in order to comprehend their utterance moses had his characteristic mode of expression jesus spoke in parables muhammad spoke as if god were speaking the prophets are like clouds the word of god in them is the rain which brings forth fruit from a parched and thirsty world all the prophets are alike in essence and meaning and all of them are the children of the blessed perfection end of section seventeen